Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. Uh, today is Tuesday, the 23rd day of February 2021. My second recording for the year and I'm so excited and happy about it. Well, it's a wonderful time of the year indeed. Well, some of us are actually struggling, some are actually having it not easy, but we're so thankful we're alive, we're sound, we're healthy, we are going about our businesses and then trying to put one or two things together. That is enough sanity for one day yeah i'm trying to say that yes i'm so happy to be here to record again it's been a long time and i'm here again to another re- recording so i'm so happy and thankful for anyone who listens to me it's been a long t- it's been long i'm saying it again it's been long but then i'm happy and i'm so thankful that for anybody who comes to listen to my podcast so um for me to start um, i'm out to first give a special shout out to my listeners for anybody who listens to my podcast i'm so thankful so uh, last month that's january 2021 i got reviews from um anchor app the app i use the, the platform i use to record my podcast and they gave me um a certain re- review of my listeners and then 60 percent and are americans and i'm so thankful anybody who is in america that listens to me hello guys how y'all doing today that sounds british <laughs> but then how you guys doing today um i'm so thankful 60 percent of my listeners are, Niger- uh, are americans and 25 percent are nigerian yes nigerians so i'm just so thankful that i have people who listen to me and um i've actually wanted to have a global uh, audience and it's this is small for me growing my brand from small and it's small globally and it will expand big eventually with time i'm so thankful thank you every listener whether you're in nigeria whether you're in america whether you're in france whether you're in canada whether you're in the united kingdom because i have listeners from there i have listeners from norway or so and i was like eh my my thing that they go big small small low that kind of thing the vibe and the energy and just like oh my god oh my god well it's been a tough journey for me honestly like i know sometimes even people around me do not even believe my dreams and i don't even blame them over familiarity has actually washed their minds and i probably would have done the same thing for somebody else and probably with person blue i'm like oh, oh my god thank you oh i'm like hey how are you i'm so happy for you and and that kind of stuff but then it's just life people would underrate you people would not even regard your dreams or your when you're starting but when you make it familiarity just comes and just starts, just starts saying oh my god thank you for being there for us came with like i saw the picture of the weekend when he was um a toddler yes when he was a toddler I don't even know how I pronounce it right. Is it toddler or a toddler? <laughs> a toddler. And then um, somebody actually puts his picture. Like, wait, wait. Me and the weekend were actually like little kids. And now, like, oh, nigga. You know, like, this is the weekend. But I'm sh- I, I, I don't know. Like, people. I, I don't know who I definitely take pictures with these days. But, you know, um, I'm just like here working on my dreams and my goals and for you to take time to listen to it or even criticize it and tell me okay t- pick this throw this, in the, throw this in, the, in the trash can don't do this don't do that it's enough i have friends who support me and um really 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 tell me to do this 
well i have to call their names because these people have really done this for me and um my friend candy candy we stepped together uh, uh, in delta state candy was person person to tell me to start recording my podcast and um yeah thank you candy <laughs> honestly i think your surname is Kendi Ajay. I'm not sure. Forgive me. I've known you for a while, and Aline uh, get to put your name down. Kendi and Precious Kaza. Those people, I don't know. If I hadn't gone for NYC, Norway, Open, Delta, in Upper local government area of Delta State, I wouldn't have met met people. In fact, my NYC experience is just a whole lot. I miss the people around me. Yeah bad vibes they're good vibes but i don't know my channeling was towards the good vibes and then kd actually said record in fact my first recording was in kd but i lost it and it was so loud and it was echoing so i had to like discard it but then kd i love you so much you're the real, the real og in this life you are precious you guys have been supporting me and telling me how far have you been recording have you been recording you know that kind of stuff and then it means a lot to me my second category of friends around me who encourage me and have been encouraging me to record um we have um kim mang i have um samuel teofilos i have emmanuel marine those three people have been really damn supportive of me and they have been always checking up on me and i usually tell them how do i get to put this thing together how do i get to do this shit? and they are always there they're always telling me kim do it like this do it like that don't give up do this and just keep being consistent like Samuel tells me words that literally lit up my spirit the same thing for Kim Kim was always checking up on me I remember there was this time I even had like I was discouraged and I was like is this thing going to work you know and I had to tell him like no this is life this is what you need to do and I like people friends who are deliberate about telling me what to do not because I do not know what to do but because sometimes you need the deliberate act of forcing you to do something you know so those are my friends for me they actually just tell me like do this here do this here how how long have you been doing this how long have you been doing that so how much how how many friends do you have who actually tell you what to do or tell you okay do it like this you know people who actually believe in your dreams there are friends who are just positive energy uh yes um who just say yes can do it that kind of stuff but then we need to have friends who probably be in the same boat as you do and tell you not like the same dream but you might share the same mindset or similar goals so you bring them here and then you get to push yourself on how to work so if i get if i get to blow one day jesus you don't have to do this for me i have to put kim uh, kim samuel precious candy emmanuel like there are a lot of friends though i have i've had friends who along the line have encouraged me from the onset to start and um probably with time we have lost touch or we haven't contacted spoken about it in a very long very long time but then i i'm thankful for every friend of mine who has encouraged me or who listens to my podcast even when i don't even get to share links <laughs> on my social media yes i just the link actually just basically on my twitter yes my prodigy and my main accounts i actually put it on my instagram i shared it on whatsapp and i was like trying to blast my friends on whatsapp i'm like yo what's good y'all they even like like those people i recorded with a couple of while ago i recorded my show with them they didn't even go to go and share my show on their whatsapp or even on a social media platform or like as kind of is as kind as even liking my post okay 
why not actually like my post yeah. i'm just saying like you're on the show if if i was like wendy williams or i was jimmy kimmel or i was um one of those key top-notch talk show hosts and i recorded you or i brought you on my show you want to go fans it or something well this is the beginning so all the best hallelujah so i've got a lot of things to talk about on the show today it's so much um i might just um just talk about it in and out and one of those things is always nigeria like nigeria states is a mess is a mess Nigeria is always a mess. I think until Buhari gets down from power, Nigeria is going to be a mess till 2023. And even in 2023, who are we bringing back? Who are we saying, okay, these people are going to come back to rule? In fact, one of the ones that actually shocked me that that it, it gets on my nerve every time is the recent one that happened on Monday last week. No, on Monday, within the week last week, um, where uh, in Niger State, a couple of students were abducted and the staff and a student was killed so a sheikh in um niger state maybe uh, sheikh ahmed ahmad gumi um was bargaining or trying to claim to be mediator or intervener for the um abductors people who kidnapped those kids um the fulani headsmen or they call themselves castle rustlers well for me i just feel like it's it's bullshit by the way i, I think you need to get an, a, a parent <laughs> an advisory sign okay my show i need to put an advisory sign not to put, I, need to, I need to get an advisory sign and paste it on my icon platform and just say okay um see your language I'm, i i don't like my language on my show but then it's just what it is so i just been really angry and disheartened on feeling so angry at the fact that a student was killed and negotiating like see what happened in all in emo states like um a bunch of um militants came out and they were trying to cause an arrest and then the 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 gov the military used aircrafts and all these sophisticated weapons to the south to Igbo land to gang like settle the arrest okay so what happened in um, one of the places in Gombe state where there was an attack over rulership or when herdsmen are not attacked because they feel that the government feels they deserve to be listened to like what does the not have what mineral resources do they have okay apart from the gold in zampa which was discovered re- recently but then we are, we are barely de- dealing with Boko haram and then there's the then flanny herdsmen militians who have even moved south and are causing chaos and the governors of the southwest and some governors in some other states are beginning to take up measures to kick those people out of their state and tell them we done we we, we can't let people harm citizens to go about their normal duties like it's a knife we have here in the in, in the state so i don't i i feel it's it's really hurtful that this kind of thing is actually happening to citizens you know People who deserve their human fundamental rights are being infringed on, infringed on in the name of um, they deserve to, they deserve they have their own rights. Like who the military, the the Fulani militants. Like if you're someone who is being to the system, it's 
it's so annoying. In fact, I I saw it on the news today. Shigumi is claiming to be a mediator and a prison negotiator, and he's actually cited um, an incident that happened in 2014 where military uh, military um, sorry, uh, Fulani herdsmen were killed, and it was an act of revenge. Okay, revenge. Like Bukaram has been existing terrorism. Like it's more like terrorism than it's more like vengeance to me. You know, like if he claims his vengeance, why can't you talk to the government? Let the people who did perpetrated the whatever act of killing the herd spend in 2014 be put to justice. Why take the laws into your hands? You know, and you can't do the same. Like here, you can't even like people suffer a lot of uh, nonsense in the name of of injustice in this country. Well, actually, injustice actually, basically, and then the, the people who perpetrated the act actually get away with it. You know. It's just mad and then enters actually start and then you think they are the thugs and in fact the whole cryptocurrency thing just really just passed my mind i was so pissed in fact i for the for the year one of my plans was actually take to deliberately about investing into cryptocurrency in fact when dogecoin i mean dogecoin <laughs> came out um via uh, elon mox i was so excited about it like this is the new world order and it was it's amazing honestly till our government woke up one morning and said that uh, cryptocurrency is banned in nigeria and i'm like ah now wow you just wake up one morning and start banning like a source of life of nigerians like i saw statistics uh statistics um like a month ago or two months ago yeah where it was analyzed that Nigeria, I think Nigeria is actually the second or the third highest investors of cryptocurrency after China and the US also. I'm uncertain, but I think top three or top four, Nigeria lies as has the a large number of cryptocurrency investors, and then some banks, I don't call names, were going to go and close down accounts of people who invested in invested in cryptocurrency and like now yeah, wow. I don't know. Are we tired of praying? I'm tired of praying. But I, 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 I won't relent from praying though. But we need to act. And the NSAS movement was one of those acts to let the government know that we staying woke. We tired of this bullshit. We tired of all the mess that's happening in the country. Like the government needs to fix a lot of things. We are done. We are exhausted. You want things fixed? You want a life? Want? Want every Nigerian lives? Every Nigerian's life matter? You understand so government needs to fix a lot of things and um they cannot even fix it as it is we just want to change in government like worry bye-bye be gone go fall into a grave or something <laughs> it's extreme but i'm just saying like it's just it's, it's just so much to do it honestly well god helps us um so actually i have a number of entertainment just and a lot of things have happened within the couple of in this couple of weeks or a couple of days and um one of it was one that actually like has been trending uh rick hassani rick hassani is actually like not actually like rick hassani is actually a nigerian r&b singer afro r&b singer as i tag it like this afro music made a nigerian so sorry hassani actually has a song titled thunder fire you and um he talks about a lot of stuff about a girl like playing i actually watched the video and then uh, a, a girl like trying to play his heart and then trying to be he's trying to like he's all calm and um 
being reasonable when he's saying these statements at the end of the day he just says thunder fire you and i'm like eh but i like the shit in the song honestly <laughs> i actually saw a video of um a guy who went to a restaurant i feel it was bad though but then he saw his girlfriend with another guy having lunch or something like that and then he walks up to her collects her bone the bone streets claimed to be bought by him for her and her slippers which he bought himself and i think her bag it was actually circulating on social media and i'm like her a lot of guys actually at this point where um we've had stories back in the day where a guy like loves a girl and then he sponsors her to school like makes life really comfortable for her and at the end of the day she, uh, she chooses to marry somebody else over him and that thing can actually be painful you know so guys are actually like on their nerves like <laughs> not to laugh about it but then it's, uh, it's 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 something to talk about you know because feminists are actually saying they are tired of men subjugating them and men actually on the other hand saying they are tired of um, women trying to play pranks and you know this the situation of how the um, things are today <laughs> um, a girl is actually looking for bread so <laughs> not justified though i'm just saying but then um i think at the point there are so many reasons why people why men or women do what they do in relationships and then one person is left heartbroken you know not to justify the guilty party for doing the wrong acts no but then it's just basic reality of the fact that those things actually happen and i'm not in the best position to actually like give a validation or a verdict about um the whole situation and just saying this is what it is um guys um feel women have played too much in their heads like when they invest in a lady and then lady just leaves them and then feminists on the other hand who feel um they have been subjugated by patriarchy over the years over the centuries and <laughs> they're standing up for their rights it actually like two out of context situation but just saying there's a war between men and women <laughs> as it is and this is one of the i think it's men the female feminism actually like female women war against the subjugation of men and then um i'll be all or patriarchy um sub, uh, suppression of women and then men i don't there's no there's no there's no okay there was the movement stingy guys association stingy men association i've been stingy, stingy boys association uh, sba well that was not a form not a formal movement like the feminist um movement but then it talks about like men who feel they're tired of but like during the valentine's day before valentine's it was one of those things and i was like okay i actually actually never celebrated valentine like say yes um i'm just there <laughs> but i'm just saying like it's i i can't relate to valentine anytime it comes to valentine i'm like always sad not sad but i'm just like okay there's no love in my life so um, eh, eh. <laughs> I don't know if my friends were here, they probably be laughing and asking what is wrong with this one. Yes, what's wrong with this one? But it's just what it is. But basically, I'm just saying, like, um, for me as a guy, coming from that perspective of where you, you love a girl and you know, obviously, not every guy actually dates to marriage, 
but then there are guys who actually invest in the lady and then they know that i'm trying to invest in the love of my life my mother my children and you know, that kind of stuff and then she says she doesn't want to marry them at the end of the day like, i'll feel heartbroken i'll feel disgusted literally like so you you was there just sapping for me when you knew you wasn't gonna marry me at the end of the day you know it's so bad it's so painful yeah i feel it's bad it's painful because i i just try to put myself in the shoes of the guys you know my money where i supposed to spend to take care of my siblings i can't use them they spend on top of you babe which kind of nonsense be that one i'll be cbn i'll be, be money making machine you get that kind of stuff but then we cast any I, I, I like the song um Turn that fire you i think it's the name of the song i didn't actually know about him until this year but then luke hassani is actually a good singer he sings really good i must praise his his, his, his lyrical content uh, content and then he's really i think he's a good singer and he has prospect in the nigerian music industry um uh, well that's it and um the head was um on sunday there are a lot of Boobs and bars and ways and this and that. Well, I I congratulate everyone who actually won an award during the show, uh, whether it's Whiskey or is um, whoever won any award at the show. I want to congratulate everybody. But what stood out for me was um, two people. Actually, they're not actually like they're actually two people who stood out for me who did things that I had to talk about. One was Bovi when he the outfit actually wore actually had Nigerian flag on it with blood stain on it. Like we can't forget the 31st day of October 2020 where people were masking and lacking it, uh it. it we can never we can never forget that. Um we stand by the fact that SARS must end stars movement, it's beyond end stars, it's a lot of things the end of bad governance the end of injustice the end of a lot of things that are wrong with our country it's that's the movement and i like the he actually stood and the movement was loud like you don't have to speak to actually say what you want to say you just you use your platform to really just promote the right thing period and i i, I must comment in and one other person was desmond elliott <laughs> we actually call it Desmond idiots we because uh, i'm part of the movement who actually felt love things about what he said when he was on the lagos house of assembly where he criticized um the end south movement or social media and where he was trying to say the, there should be a ban on social media because he felt people were being disrespectful like if you want your respect earn it like he, okay oh yeah it's given it's not earned okay he, at this point you have to earn it yes you have to earn it you have to make things right i mean like there's my is actually like one old person he's at most in his 40s and he's acting as if he's like one elder like there's my look i give up to me no you can't i think he can't but i doubt if he could i'm just saying like when he was he 12 when i was born when i was born i think he was but i'm just saying that nigga can't can't have me as a child no i mean like it's it's a lot of things he's saying and besides and answers there are people that are way older than me that were part of the answers movement so can he give out to them or who were busy shading or saying a lot of things about the fact that government was trash on social media will he say he's older than them people who are in their 40s so people like femi kuti people like um shewun kuti the likes of people, Pastor Samadayemi or uh, Aisha Yesufu, 
Is he older than Dia? Who is he trying to stay? Like, I'm, it's, hello, nigga. You ain't even at that place where you ain't even at that place where you want to form um elder but he be on the show was more like mockery like but guy you post people your house now just watch us for tv i mean watch the people we organize the show people legit people for nigeria for tv they, they will watch them you know and stop saying these things you have to see, whatever you wanted to be there for you know hello and um well basically that was it the headies came and went and um once more congrats to anyone who actually won an award um let me go so i'm going to talk about um i'm going to belgian one of the news actually like was actually making waves online was um mcmill's lines on one of his recent, recent songs where he was saying actually what he said was quite controversial so he said um this bullshit i'm effing with always tell me this bullshit i'm effing with always always tell me that she loved me but she ain't ever showing me yeah if i ever luck i'm going out with my chopper it'd be another kobe and um vanessa bryant um actually that she said that she found the line really insensitive and disrespective and it's attack well my view about it is that i felt it was it, you're trying to drop a verse in a song or something you don't go um using sensitive stuff the last part of it, the last part of it actually was the fact that he said with my chopper it's my another kobe so you know kobe bryant died uh, died last year in a chopper crash and um he using that 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 part of the song to talk about it was really insensitive of him and the social media actually wouldn't tolerate that kind of shit although he actually like apologized but then i'm just saying nigga don't go say that kind of stuff with sensitive details about like it's, it's just too much uh, to handle like was it clutch chasing or he knew like she would actually come and say stuff about it or what I, I, don't, I don't even know the song honestly i don't even know what the song is or about i i i respect big meal though to an extent but i just feel like oh that was way out of line for you to do and you deserve the shade or the insult you was getting on social media at the time oh so the, the next part of my uh, show is going to be about um something that actually was trending on um, social media last week the millennials versus the gen z or generation zero or generation whatever they call them well <laughs> well i've seen generation zero well actually uh, there was a post on the coco blog that came out on twitter last week where this there was the where a number of um gen z's Born between the uh, from the year 1997 2015 had to say a couple of things about millennials millennials actually born between 1981 to 1996 so they actually had to say a lot of things shady and it was for me i felt they were saying a lot of things that were inappropriate yes like saying millennials are always talking about old rb songs or don't always they always talk about stuff and they don't get to act on it or the fact that uh we were <laughs> we were neglected as children and we grew up in some certain kind of way which they felt they actually have a better life or something like because you have actually have a phone to actually say what you have to say first of all i'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a millennial i was born between 1981 to 1996 and um 
when I actually saw it on like ah excuse me because you think well the social media I mean the internet advantages for the, the Gen Z's they were born most of them before they turned um, 11 they actually had smartphones not just well our generation we I was actually not averagely though for Nigerians but like averagely for us it was when you were like um 13 14 15 actually had a phone and the phones were in like smartphones you had to go to the cafe to actually go use the internet uh and um eventually with time it was like touch light phones touch light phones phones with blue screen red screens orange screens we were using at that time or green screens 3310 but then with time but like now we actually have the internet at your doorstep at your tips you know, so you actually have the right to come and see things, or about the fact that people, we millennials, could actually just become so religious and believe in God and want to be daring. Oh, one, I, I think one time, millennials were once Gen Zs. You know, like we were at the point where our bloods were hot and wanted to do a lot of things. I think there were a lot of impacts. Especially, uh, special shout out to FK. <laughs> FK actually went and just really, or just she and Mo were just busy just train bows and bars here and there and it was just like eh jesus christ these guys actually had the nerve to actually say these things about your elders like i'm just saying if my sisters were actually there oh, <laughs> i would have told them no 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 allowance for this for this for this month though or no 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 data no all your needs being met because you actually want to say all things then earn your own money well I, honestly i actually met a number of gen z's who actually I've actually discovered like really early, which is an advantage for them. Very few of us got to really know what we wanted to do at that age. But then, well, a couple of them have actually been delivering and actually living their dreams. Actually, no one of them was my friend. But I'm just saying, it doesn't mean you should disrespect people who are older than you because you feel you've gotten your life sorted out. Like you're just starting life. Wait till you turn 40, wait till you turn 50. They will know whether what you're saying now is actually relevant. You know? Like even till now, time is making us realize a lot of stuff about what's happening, existence, and all that kind of stuff. Like we're learning, and then I'm just saying, like, you just just go on the internet, just start venting and start blabbing your mouth about bullshit. Grow up, kids. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, another uh, part of the show I'll talk about is the the challenges I'm seeing on on social media. Not challenges in real life. I mean, like challenges. There are challenges <laughs> like the challenge there's the mannequin challenge from way back there's the bossy challenge or the silhouette challenge like i mean they, they come out like people get to participate and do all the activities on social media and i'm like oh it's cool you know like the mannequin challenge was like back in the day and i actually loved it that people just start stiff like still or stiff like mannequins and just camera starts to roll and then it's so beautiful and the one that actually stood in my head and it was quite loud and it was very beautiful was the BT Soul Train Awards 2016 yeah 2016-2017 where Eric Badu was like the host and then it was lit like the whole mannequin challenge was lit I loved it there are a lot of challenges there was a don't rush challenge during the uh, the lockdown during the when COVID was still hit to hit um <laughs> there was um pop daddy challenge a lot of challenges came there was savage challenge people came and danced with mega silence song you know that kind of stuff the energy was there then um what actually like drove it to the extreme was this one that people okay buzz it with um the when buzz it challenge actually was there and um 
we're talking about it a buzz it and then people just go to start twerking and in fact at the point guys will just start like the whole buzz done some guys could twerk and they just started twerking and like ah no bail <laughs> i think it's cool though the silly challenge was the extreme for me i mean like it's fun where you want to like do put your hands on my shoulder and you start to like show your body like with red lights it doesn't show everything but it just shows the red light with your body and i'm like eh is that is that really necessary <laughs> must you put your nudes on social media is that even like can't you have some dignity you know i can't deal with the buzzy challenge because buzzy challenge is actually like just for fun uh people are just here to just have fun and it's just positive energy you know just a trek i know trek is actually like it could be extreme though but just saying people actually use this for a lot of bad stuff but then buzzy challenge was actually like one of those things that was lit for me but um buzz it uh, challenge um quite a number of like hallelujah challenge or bible verse challenges but the silhouette challenge no i do not stand that shit i think it's extreme and i won't stand by that that stuff so um all that social media trend that was dead and i, I was like ah it's uh, and i have to give my view about it was this issue with um uh, uh, Apostle Johnson's Teleman, where he said he, a, a video went viral on social media last week and it was quite weird that he, he actually um, said the things he had to say. Well, I've heard that people say do not say ill things about men of God, but I mean, like, I know that they are, they are managers, they are messengers of God on earth, or they have been given rules of to serve as shepherds. I mean, they are human beings too, and even when they go wrong, people should tell them they're going wrong, you know. And uh, what actually happened, like, if for, for anybody who actually remembers, was he said um, he doesn't want in the video. I'm picking words from what he said. He actually said uh, he doesn't want the pandemic to end because he bought a private jet during the pandemic. I'm like, ah, that was extremely insensitive for you to say. I don't know if you should of God buying private jets or building mighty edifices. Yes. I'm saying it. I have no issue with it, but I'm just saying this is this is health. This is life and death. People have died from this, and then for you to come and say you don't want the pandemic to end because you had a private jet, like it doesn't speak well for believers of God. Like we know Bible verses that talk about um, putting God first and all the life things to be added out to you, or about putting God as the first priority of everything you do. Like the essence of the gospel is being defeated because you're trying to glorify the fact that you actually owned material things. Is that really necessary? Like, does it even count for you to say that you actually got private jets and then you're happy? Like the pandemic shouldn't end for material stuff. A private jet. Like I mean, like even if you're trying to brag about wealth, like don't go to doesn't want to go to can say, I have a private jet too. The pandemic, I made more money during pandemic because actually people most people are actually at home buying more food stuff. So yeah, the pandemic should continue. No. You even if you actually want it, but there, you, there are some sense you don't make some comments on in public, but say your your personality. I mean, and and and, and it's it and at it for a man of God as you are, you don't go saying stuff like that, claiming to be a man of God and saying those kind of stuff. It's inappropriate for me, honestly. And um, it's it actually does got me off. Um, and I've, I've felt bad about it. So, another issue I want to talk about is this band men of groups. I, um, groups or 
like particularly groups groups as singers or musicians or bands uh it's one of the recent ones that actually shocked the whole world was um daft punk one of the major uh, members of it is pharaoh williams if you know him yes the almighty pharaoh williams one of the members of daft punk and we saw it on the news that they had the group actually came to an end yeah, in 2021, from 1995, I think, the establishment till now. We actually like seen um, groups end, or a member leaving the group, and then the group just loses its value. One of those groups is Black IPs. Recently, um, I think Little Mix is actually, I, I, I think they are at the verge of coming to extinction. Like after the um, the members left, Little Mix actually come to an end. The same thing applied to Fit Harmony when um, Camela Cabello left the group. I felt it was one of those things that will create the group to end. Well, I don't think Black IP actually still exists, so maybe we count my statements. They actually still exist. I mean, um, um, Bill I am still there, but Fergie left. And, um, but I just feel like the energy that we actually heard from like a while ago when it was Black IP won't be there because of Fergie's uh, departure from the group. But I'll I, I actually have to like check. Um, apparently, they have actually like actually had change of members over the, over the years from moving from rap a rap group actually they're a rap group to pop singers with time and i'm like wow a lot of things really just don't go well in the entertainment industry and it's just funny um well i'm so happy new music yes new music update we have um talking about a few though Van Jess, Van Jess, I hardly call, call them Van Jess or Van Jess. I don't know how this pronounced in the American way. They're actually American, Nigerian American singers. They started singing in 2009. Yes, the group's ex, uh, a group of sisters who existed from 2009. Yes, and um, they're actually made up of Ivana and Jessica Nwokiki. Yes, Ibos. Who are based in America signed to RC and Keep Cool Record label? They've actually had a previous album called Silk Canvas. And last week, they, last week Friday, they released um, an EP called Homegrown. Well, I love the group so much from the previous album. I actually loved uh, Filters. Filters was like one of my best songs from the album. The album actually leads, it actually leads. Then eventually, with time, they dropped um, Homegrown an EP last week, and it's nice. I love every single track on that. Homegrown actually has um, two people actually like recognize or actually give my respect to. It's Masego. Masego is um, a Jamaican American artist. He is good with the saxophone. Like I listened to him on Kelani's um, newest album from last year, and um, he was on. The tra- one of the tracks called um, Hit the Club, and he did the whole stuff with the saxophone, and it's nice, it's fire. So, I think he, I, 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 I don't know, I listened to my class song today, I think it's on one of the tracks, and then I just heard the saxophone in it, and it was so lit. And then to compare this, Katrinada, Katrinada is actually a Haitian uh, American, too, a music producer. He actually had an album out in 2019, and I loved it. One of the tracks actually had a um, Tidra Moses in it, and he's actually one of my favorites. 
Yes, he actually has um, his own album. Actually, had Kali Orchards, Masego on it too. Chalade, Estelle, my Estelle. Yes, so he was featured on Van Jess's um, homegrown EP, and is nice. Like he's nice. The, in fact, every I, I, I don't, the artist I don't know quite number of the artists on on the EP, but then the I love the delivery of every part of the EP. Any artist who actually worked on homegrown did an amazing job. I love the context. The music is 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 tilted towards contemporary music making. Yes, and then the lyrics is actually gone deeper. It's deeper rooted lyrics. Yes, they don't love working on themselves like to expand their the music uh, music scope yes and it, i feel it's amazing honestly i was stand by um van jess anytime anytime any day yes also um kelly actually kelly Rowland actually has an ep quite a number of people actually dropped music there was kelly Rowland, there was seven streeter there was um a number of artists though yes but tiffany evans tiffany evans and uh Joan, yes, her lover, they actually called Joan Tiffany a group. Uh, they actually dropped the entire video for the latest single, and I loved it. And amazing music, I, I, I'm a fan of RB music, and I'll stand by it every time, every day. To talk about goodness in music. I record, I'm sorry, I listen to a number of the songs, and RB still stands for me. I don't think I'm gonna change. It's been like this for years, so I don't even know. Congrats, Kelly Rowland, for your EP. I love the. I love. Not. I don't. It's not like history. It's con. It's current. I love Hitman so much. Hitman is. It, Hitman actually has a sample of Fela Kuti's um, song in it, and and I was like, God, this is fire. I love it. Most people are trying to say, Oh, they thought it was Beyonce because Beyonce actually like one of the queens of sampling Apple music in her song she does it a lot like apple music is so she tries to portray african culture you said in um black is king the album and um she featured a lot of african artists in it but then but then kelly actually tried to do the same thing and uh, now the power ep actually nice too hype is fire y'all listen to it i love the ep it's really good although quite a number of critics and actually like it and um i just think it's actually cool Another issue I want to talk about is the verses. The verses is actually an online platform where all artists just come have fun or do like battle like that. Uh, yes, it started with Sweet Beats and um, Sweet Beats and T Berland, Timberland. Yes, so it's it's been lead so far. I've actually followed quite a number of them. I'm not actually like watch. I've actually watched just few, but the ones I've actually followed detail to detail. Um, I've actually followed Brandy and Monica's verses. It was lit. I loved every part of it. I followed um, Ashanti and Kishoko. Yes, I was there. Like I was there live. Yes, uh, Eric Badu and Joe Scott. There were other ones. There was Teddy Riley and Babyface. I can remember when I, I, I the highlights of, the, of of it was actually out, and they were like saying Teddy Riley was actually acting all shady, funny. Like I, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you. Uh, I remember. Um, Ludacris and Nelly, yes, E40 and Too Short. We had Petit Label and Gladys Knight. Uh, we have um, Young Jeezy and Gucci Man. Yes, it's been amazing. I've actually put on the verses and I love the, love the energy. Well, this one happened on the 27th of, um, of February. 
at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time is the one by D'Angelo and his friends, and at Apollo La- Apollo uh, Theater in the U.S. I mean, like, I wish I would be dead. You know, it's going to be amazing. Like D'Angelo, y'all go Google D'Angelo. I know he's one of the legends of R&B music, and he's sexual cozy R&B songs. Although my friend was actually telling me that R&B songs are always erotic and I'm like, it's always about love and heartbreak on little love and I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, yes, I know. But then, um, truth be told, I love this, the genre and it's quite amazing. Really, really amazing. Beautiful stuff out here for us from R&B world. If you actually love it, I actually put quite a number of stuff up there. Uh, number of r&b songs on my twitter and it's fun i love r&b music so versus keep giving us good music or creating just one just one platform to actually promote r&b music and it's really beautiful yes so i've come to the end of my show but before i go special shout out to fk and joel's jola yes i love this man so much they've been one of the people i've been following for podcast yes i said what i said uh actually on the same platform too it's beautiful it's amazing i've listened to a number of their shows i actually need a co-host on my show yes i need a co-host on my show i want to share the same energy i keep like it's just for me i feel it's boring i can record like up to like an hour of of my show i need a co-host but not notwithstanding like i love jola and fk so much my friend kim actually loves them so he actually like rubbed his addiction for fk so much but then on me but then i i think they do an, an amazing job especially uh do hello from this side of the world and they heal you now now they do well though that kind of stuff is really amazing and especially out to my friend kim my friend kim is actually like uh not like he is a fashion designer so he actually has a page called house of isakals and then you could go not actually him but he is a collaboration between him and his friends so you could go check it out on um, twitter or instagram it's called house h-o-i-s so then on twitter and instagram is actually h-o-i-s underscore n-g amazing stuff they put out there like you could just go check them out and just see how styling could be so amazing i love the styling on the platform and my friend samotrio philos who is actually a tech guy he actually has a new book coming out soon build a business that sells online he actually shared a lot of stuff with me that part of that part of his book as i, I got friend privileges yes yes i got friend friends privileges from him and he shared a couple of things and have they have been working beyond um my personal life even when work because i i do love online presence for my and a lot of online stuff for my office and samuel sees a lot of things and just not just even personally he has inspired me and taught me how to really just do my stuff the way i want to do it and you should go check out his own page it's actually called nitty way yes let me not make a blunder of the name it's actually called nitty way tech um company he is actually trying to do a lot of stuff someone is like an only one person so you could go check out um his um handle on twitter or instagram n-n-i-t-i-w-e nitty yes he's 
own um, platform you could go check out his book his book will be on sale by next month march go check out uh, how to build a business that sells online i trust you someone actually like fully not because he's my friend but he's filled with stuff i he comes highly recommended from me personally and i'm so happy that he's doing this stuff honestly and i pray um all y'all's various endeavors just make it true honestly you guys have been a support to me and it's not just anybody around me but it's quality yes it's quality um tough stuff i actually have around me and i'm so thankful so i've come to the end of my podcast it's almost like an hour it's 47 minutes yes and i'm so thankful for anyone who gets to listen to this god bless you and please feel free to go drop your reviews on my social media handles my social media handle on twitter and on instagram is actually called this kim t-h-i-z underscore k-i-m on twitter and instagram and i trust you actually just tell me what you feel should be changed or what should be done but i'm so thankful to actually come record and talk a lot of stuff until next time please do have a wonderful time god bless you